We would love it if everybody became a member of Club Twit at twit.tv slash club twit. So on occasion, we release free episodes of Hands on Mac to show you exactly what you'll get if you join the club. Thanks for listening, and uh, we can't wait to see you in the club. Coming up on Hands on Mac, I, Micah Sargent, am going to sit down. Well, I guess I already am sitting down, but we're going to sit down and have a serious talk about one of my favorite apps for the Mac. Stay tuned. This is Twit. Welcome back to Hands on Mac, the show where we talk all things Apple devices. Yes, this is the show where I walk you through some of the best tips and tricks for your Apple devices, whether they be the Mac, your iPhone, your iPad, your Apple Watch. I love to talk about it all right here on Hands on Mac. And today we are talking about one of my favorite apps for the Mac. But it's a bit of a controversy because depending on who you talk to, uh, they would maybe say that this is an app you don't need. And look, you don't need this app, but this app is fantastic and it can be very helpful for you. It's called Clean My Mac X. And yes, it is pronounced X as opposed to 10. Clean My Mac X is a multi-purpose utility for your Mac that can help you make sure that your Mac is clean and tidy and ready to rock uh, to the best of its ability. But because of the long history of apps that provide these sort of cleaning utilities, uh, these sort of sprucing up utilities, these speed up utilities that don't actually work, then Clean My Mac X has uh, unfortunately and unfairly fallen into that category uh, from the views of some folks. And here's the important thing that I, I, I want to talk about. It's that I would argue there's a bit of an elitism involved in the uh, suggestion that this is an app that people shouldn't use because uh, some would argue that this tool that does so many things are all things that you could do on your own on your Mac uh, without the use of this tool. And that certainly is true. Many of the, the tools and utilities that are built into Clean My Mac X are uh, tools and utilities that you could create yourself or use yourself using Terminal on your Mac or any number of other options. And while that is the case, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't provide a tool that can do all of these things much easier and much quicker without needing to involve more work from the end user. So while there are a lot of scam apps out there that say that they'll speed up your Mac or they will uh, clean up your Mac and save so much storage that don't actually do those things or do them poorly, Clean My Mac X is not one of those. And it is why I'm talking to you about it today and why I want to show you uh, all of the magical things it can do and why I choose to use this application, despite the fact that I am a power user on the Mac and could do many of these things on their own. So let's hop on over to the Mac and take a look at Clean My Mac X. So you will see this is the front screen uh, for Clean My Mac X. Uh, when you launch it the first time, there will be some different setup options, including uh, using the assistant that's built in uh, and doing some kind of ongoing scanning. So you're free to set that up exactly how you want. But it starts with this screen, the smart scan screen. And what it says here is start with a nice and thorough scan of your Mac. I will choose scan. And what the Mac is going to do or what the application rather is going to do is look through 
all of the apps and files on my Mac and then also do a quick scan to uh, determine if there's any sort of potential uh, virus or adware or other issue that might be on my Mac uh, before it rounds things out with a way to speed up the system. So it is still going through the protection right now. Uh, and now it is completed. It's actually very fast. Uh, it has shown that there are 5.92 gigabytes of data that can probably be removed, uh, that there were no threats found, and that there are some tasks that can be done to speed up the system. So we're going to tap run. And it says, hey, we need to quit this app uh, in order to be able to go through the process. So I am going to just choose quit all, and that will close out of all of them. And then you can see here it's saying, hey, look, uh, in order to do this process, we actually need to install a helper on your system. What this means is on its own, Clean My Mac X doesn't have the permissions that it needs to do the full uh, cleanup that it's trying to do. So I will type in my password and install the helper, and now it is able to go through and do this removal. So it is kind of quickly zooming through to remove stuff that it doesn't need, and I'm going to show you in a moment uh, what all it is looking for as it does this scan. So we'll let it complete the process and then talk about it. So the process is completed and you can see that it pops open the password app that I quit uh, while I was doing that. And then it shows me at the end, there were three tasks that it did to uh, make sure that the Mac was running as quickly as possible. It removed 5.92 gigs of junk that we didn't need. And it did a deep scan or rather it did a, a normal scan, but it offers the ability to do a deep scan. I don't need to do a deep scan just yet, but I am going to choose view log down at the bottom. Now this shows that it uh, looked in my trash bins. There are different trash bins on the Mac, including the one that's shown, but also some hidden ones. Removed stuff from there. Mail attachments that were taking up space that you didn't need anymore. Uh, system junk. This can include quite a few things. Uh, the maintenance scripts, the DNS cache, and RAM to flush that. Uh, so now we're going to go back to start over and just scan one more time as it kind of looks through. And you can see it says that there are 16.7 megabytes of unneeded junk that can be removed. So we're going to take a look at this by choosing review details. And this gives you an idea of what uh, CleanMyMac can possibly remove, including system cache files. So these are some system caches that are being stored. This is just uh, different parts of your system, your operating system, macOS, that saves information so that it doesn't have to reload it every time. Uh, user cache files. So when you're logged in, some of the stuff that it'll save for later and system log files. And then of course, mail attachments. So we'll go back to the summary. We don't need to do another clean right now. Uh, and then I'll choose start over. Let's go down uh, from here. So smart scan is going to do kind of a bunch of tasks all at once. System junk gives you an idea of the stuff on your Mac that may be taking up space. So not only does it optimize your system by removing system cache files, but it can also help with some errors. If you've got some files that are maybe corrupted, as it looks through different parts of the system here, uh, we'll, we'll take a closer look at what it is removing. So here, it didn't find really anything, user cache files and system cache files. But one of the really cool features that CleanMyMac has is it is aware of the fact that this machine that I'm using is an M2 MacBook Air. And Apple also has the 
Intel Mac and MacBook and lots of different Intel devices. And when an app developer creates an app, they, if they want to support Apple's uh, Silicon M1, M2, then they need to release an app that has both the Intel version and the Apple Silicon version. And Clean My Mac says, hey, look, I know you're using an M2 machine. You know you're using an M Intel machine, or excuse me, an M2 machine, not an Intel machine. So you don't need to have that Intel version of the app. That's just taking up space that doesn't need to be there. So it goes ahead and helps you remove that yourself. Uh, and if you choose review details, you can see how it shows other stuff that's here. Xcode junk. So this is uh, stuff that I've downloaded through Xcode, which is Apple's developer platform. Uh, unused disk images. So if you download uh, different applications from the internet or different files from the internet that are saved as .dmg, those are disk image files, then you can remove those very easily uh, by coming into here and seeing what the big ones are and see if you want to keep them or get rid of them, depending on where they're installed. Universal binaries. These were the apps I was talking about. So right now it's left those because a lot of people are kind of like, I don't know if I should remove them. It's okay to take those away. Uh, this would remove the Intel version so that it's just the Apple Silicon version. So I could easily clear up 1.76 gigs on my Mac just by removing those universal binaries. There are also versions of documents that you may have, uh, old updates, deleted users, downloads, broken login items, broken preferences, user log files, and language files. That's another huge uh, space waster. If you speak English or you speak uh, Japanese or you speak uh, Spanish, then you don't necessarily need all of those other language files that many apps are going to include in those app bundles. So why not kick those to the curb? Because you don't need those language files. You're just speaking and reading in that one language. So Clean My Mac will take those files away because they're just taking up unnecessary space. Um, I'm going to leave all of this alone because my Xcode junk are, uh, is actually stuff that I want to keep so that the next time Xcode launches, it doesn't have to recache. Uh, I can choose mail attachments. I don't use the mail app, so there aren't um, a lot of, uh, there's not a lot of scanning to do there because I use a third-party mail app, but then also trash bins. If any of the trash bins across my Mac had something in them, then this can scan and say, hey, let's remove that. Now we get into even more powerful stuff. First is malware removal. Yes, uh, Clean My Mac X has a built-in malware removal tool. I'm not going to choose scan right now because it would take a long time, but this will go through and help you remove malicious files and make sure that your system is free of those vulnerabilities. Uh, very nice tool to use, and you can actually set it up to keep working throughout the day and keep an eye on your system if you'd like. And then privacy. Uh, under privacy, you have the ability to clean up the um, different applications that you use in terms of your browsing data. So if you want to completely wipe away your browsing data in Firefox or in Safari, then you are able to use this to do so. If there are Wi-Fi networks, you no longer want your Mac to save, you can remove them here. And what I love is that they've recently added the ability to even make adjustments to your application permissions. So think about all of the applications on your Mac that you've said, yes, you can view my... Um, you can view my location. You can view my photos. You can view this. All of that stuff that you've given permission over to. Here is a great way to say, I don't want you to have that permission. I don't want you to have that permission. You need to rethink that permission and quickly go through and make those changes. So I do love that right there, you've got another way to make sure that your uh, privacy is maintained. Uh, next, 
I love these two under speed are optimization and maintenance. Optimization is one of my favorite features because it helps you keep apps that pescally launch, even though you don't want them to when you uh, first start your computer from being able to launch because there are two types of uh, start at launch methods. One is called a login item and the other is called a launch agent. A login item is something that in many cases you set up yourself by going into your system preferences on your Mac and going to users and then choosing what you want to have start when you start your Mac. So I, for example, may have Slack uh, startup is when I launch my Mac and I may want it to connect to my network attached storage when I start my Mac. Those are login items, but launch agents are kind of hidden uh, versions of those login items. It says when Mac, when Mac OS launches, then go ahead and start these different applications. And sometimes there's sort of little system helper tools that run in the background so that whenever you launch the app, it's ready to go. But those can be hard to track down and turn off. Uh, I've had some apps in the past, Spotify, for example, where I had said, do not launch it, login, do not launch it, login, do not launch it, login. And it was still doing it. Well, it turned out that's because it was a launch agent that was causing the issue. So login items, I could easily select either of these and uh, remove them, or I can just click over here to disable them, but keep those login items. I want to keep those enabled, but launch agents here. So you can see that set app, which is uh, an application for multiple uh, apps that you can uh, use on your Mac via a subscription. Uh, has some different helper tools and launcher tools. The launcher is disabled because I don't have that work uh, at login. It is a little menu bar uh, feature. But the set app updater is enabled. Dropbox has an updater that's separate from the actual Dropbox app that's enabled. And then there's the one for Clean My Mac. So I could easily disable these if I didn't want them. They're fine. I'm okay with them. I keep those there. Then if you had an application that was stalling on your Mac, you could use hung applications to be able to quit or kill one of those apps rather than using uh, Activity Monitor to do so. And heavy consumers. Uh, this is if you've got an app that is just taking up a bunch of space, uh, or rather not space, but um, performance on your Mac, this is great for that. It makes sure that that information is not taking up, uh, that, that that app is able to be quit or closed. And at least you have a little bit more information about what might be taking up so much of the uh, RAM or the processing power on your Mac. Maintenance is another great one. Uh, we'll choose view all eight tasks to show you some of the things that it can do. First, this one is probably the most unclear of the utilities that clean my Mac X has. Uh, it's called free up Ram. And what it does is it kind of temporarily takes up as much Ram on your system, random access memory as it possibly can to shove out everything else. And that kind of helps the Mac refresh and go, okay, we're good. We can only take up as much as this app or this app or this app needs. Uh, this is, I've, I've actually never used this feature because I never have had an issue where I felt like it was a RAM problem. But sometimes when you're using uh, a 3D modeling application or Photoshop and high, high, high detail, you may run into some RAM issues and this could be helpful for that. Freeing up purgeable space. Uh, as you can see, when I click on this, it says you can purge up to 87.74 gigs from your disk. That means that those 87.74 gigs are space that doesn't need to be taken up on my Mac, but is right now. It's important to understand that this data 
that's being uh, saved in this sort of purgeable space is data that the system will use when it's available, but it is marked at such a low priority that if you suddenly start to download more stuff to your Mac or bring stuff into your Mac from uh, a hard disk drive or a flash drive, that stuff would get kicked out by the system anyway. <clears throat> so this is often just some kind of cache files and uh, different information that sits in the background that isn't necessarily needed. So I don't need to remove 87.74 gigs from my disk. I've got uh, plenty of spaces. It is. If I did, though, or if you have a smaller Mac, a smaller Mac storage space, this is a great way to to free that space up. As it also notes, though, this is a feature that can be kind of time consuming, so you will have to wait for it to finish. Running maintenance scripts. Um, this is something that. Uh, is also not incredibly clear. They don't go into uh, great detail on what the maintenance scripts do, but they are essentially little trimming and adjusting scripts that will help to clear out cruft. Because uh, that's what happens as you continue to use your system, little bits of dust collect all over everything, little bits of cruft uh, gather in the corners and these little maintenance scripts can help kind of reset things, clean things up. So I typically do uh, run this. And as you can see, uh, clean my Mac says this task includes a complex of scripts that rotate system logs, remove temporary items and run a number of useful system optimizations. Uh, these are daily, weekly and monthly periodic scripts. Uh, They're great to be used all at once to keep your Mac OS in shape. And so, yes, I every time I open clean my Mac X, I go ahead and run a maintenance script uh, request to clean the system up. And it will also work as part of the smart scan. Flushing the DNS cache. Uh, this is a great way to kind of speed up the system if you have an issue while you're trying to uh, visit the internet. So if you're on the internet and you're browsing and things are running slow or they don't seem to be running correctly and you're going through the troubleshooting steps, your Wi-Fi seems to be working okay or your ethernet's great, uh, nothing's wrong there, you restart, whatever, try flushing the DNS cache. That can be helpful as well. Uh, this is one of those systems that's a little bit... Uh, in depth, if you want to understand more about how it works. So we won't go into too much uh, about flushing the DNS cache, but it definitely helps to speed things up and can be a great step in your troubleshooting chain if you're having issues. Uh, speed up mail. If I use the mail app for uh, the Mac instead of my own third-party mail app, this would help do so by kind of, once again, cleaning out the cache. Re-indexing Spotlight. This is a feature that I recommend you be very careful about using because it is a very, if this is a feature that takes a long time, basically as you use your Mac, if you use spotlight to search for things on your Mac, as I do, I pretty much do everything from uh, spotlight, which is that little search bar that appears. If you hold down command and press the space bar, or if you click on the uh, little magnifying glass in the menu bar to find a file on a Mac or launch an application on a Mac or uh, visit a web page or do a quick search or do some conversions. Spotlight's very powerful. That's why it's how I navigate my Mac. But over time, your Mac is supposed to keep track of the files, folders, applications, etc. that you have on your Mac by what's called indexing with Spotlight. So what it does is it searches through your whole system and kind of keeps a low level uh, list of everything that's on your Mac. 
So that way it doesn't have to kind of restart a search every time you type into Spotlight. Instead, it kind of gets to pull from that list that it has. That is the Spotlight Index. Every once in a while, though, if you make big changes to your Mac or suddenly you uh, dump a whole bunch of files onto it from somewhere else, you may need to re-index Spotlight, get that restarted. Uh, And in the past, I've had issues where um, it stopped showing some of the apps that I had and I couldn't figure out why. And there was just something wrong with my Spotlight index. So re-indexing Spotlight was what fixed it. The last two, repairing disk permissions and doing time machine snapshot thinning, um, are great ways to kind of help with your system as well. Repairing disk permissions, this is a very specific uh, feature that will help to make sure that either your internal disk or an external disk that you have connected to your Mac has the right permission set up so that you are able to access all the files on it. Um, Again, this is one of those uh, troubleshooting steps that you kind of use as part of the chain. If you're having trouble getting to the files on an external drive and you should have permission to access those files, you shouldn't have an issue pulling and copying or pasting from from that uh, drive. Repairing disk permissions can help with that. As far as time machine snapshot thinning, time machine is the built-in backup tool for the uh, for macOS and it will automatically create snapshots of your system that just kind of help you to restore your system to an earlier date. But those snapshots can kind of build up over time and get a little heavy and uh, fill in. And so with Time Machine Snapshot Thinning, Clean My Mac X goes through and says, okay, we don't need all of this data because it's already stored as the, the larger Time Machine backup. So these snapshots can kind of be thinned out a little bit and uh, cleaned out if they're, if they're a little bit older. Then we've got one of the main reasons that I use Clean My Mac X. This is easily my favorite feature of Clean My Mac X. It is the uninstaller. Clean My Mac X will keep a list of all of the applications that are installed on your Mac and will keep track of how often you use them. It will also keep track of you uninstalling and installing apps. So, for example, there is an application called Mockups Studio on my Mac that I have not used on this device in a very long time. So Clean My Mac X says, hey, you may want to just get rid of this. You're not really using it. Why do you need to keep it around? And I can easily go in and say, okay, yeah, actually, that's a good idea. I am going to remove it. I'm not, though, because I do use it. I just haven't used it on the this MacBook Air. Uh, but then I can go back again to all applications. I can sort them not just by name, but also by their size to find the huge apps. And when, this is the most important thing, when I uninstall an app using the uninstaller built in to clean my Mac X. Typically, the way that you uninstall an app on the Mac is by going into the applications folder and dragging and dropping or right clicking and deleting the, or using the keyboard to delete the application. And that application and everything inside gets thrown away. But many an app is going to install other little things all over your system into the cache, into the launch agent uh, folder, into the library, all sorts of places that it exists. And that stuff can build up over time. Using this uninstaller, Clean My Mac X looks at the app, looks at the code to see what all it says to install whenever it first launches the program. And it goes and grabs all those little pieces as well that it installed all over your system and removes them when you do the uninstall. That is what makes this feature so amazing. And why, even if Clean My Mac X only had this feature, I would still pay for it. 
because it's so great uh, to be able to do those uninstalls. I love too that it sorts between where you've gotten the different apps, whether they came from the app store or set app, which I'll talk about in a moment, uh, or from some other place, the vendors that have created these apps. Very handy to know all of that. There's also a built-in updater. It can be kind of annoying to keep track of different apps and the updates that they have. Some of those apps that you got from the app store, a little easier to download the updates for those. But if you got those apps from third parties, then you often have to launch the app in the first place. And in some cases, even need to go in and choose check for updates. Clean My Mac X can keep, again, a list of the apps that you have installed and regularly check the system to see if there's an update available and then give you an easy way to update that app and install the latest version right here in the application. So again, another great reason to have it, to make sure that your apps are always up to date, always have the latest features. And I love too that it even, uh, if the app supports it, will pull in the information of what is in that update. So handy. And then extensions. Uh, These are different extensions that you may have installed on your Mac or that have been installed on your Mac through the use of different applications. So uh, one example of this is that for Spotlight, the search feature, there is a plugin called iBooks Author Importer, and it's a special tool to use with the iBooks Author platform uh, that works with Spotlight. But then Safari extensions, you can see there's a little eye and information icon for these uh, because each of these has to be removed using Safari. So they let you know, unfortunately, you can't remove this using Clean My Mac X, but here is where you can go to do that. And then preference panes. Uh, one example of this is if you have a, uh, I use Backblaze um, Backblaze as a way to back up my system. And Backblaze has a preference pane icon so that you can click, you can open system preferences, click on Backblaze and make adjustments there. Because Backblaze itself doesn't really need to have its own app. There's not a lot going on there. It just goes ahead and lets you do it as if it's part of your system itself. So you could check to see those preference panes, remove them if you don't want them or be able to access those. And then last but not least, our internet plugins. As you can see, I don't have any of those. uh, So there's no need to remove those. But if you did, again, easy to make adjustments to those as well. I also forgot to mention in the uninstaller, there's also the ability, instead of uninstalling the application, you can actually choose to reset the application. So what that does is over, maybe you you have an app that you've been using over time and then suddenly it starts giving you trouble and you think, oh, I'm going to have to delete this app and install it again. Uh, in order to get it working. You can use Clean My Mac to basically restore it back to factory settings from the original version of the app. And the reason why, there, uh, when I clicked on uh, XSnapper, I think it's pronounced snap, Snapper, um, it doesn't have the reset option is because I have not launched it on this Mac before, so there's nothing to reset. But had I launched the app, then that ability to reset would be there. It's a very great, it's a very uh, easy way to do that troubleshooting of making sure that it is up to date. Um, The last options here are are called uh, file adjustments. There's the space lens. What this does is it scans your whole system and then it provides kind of a graph showing you the different file types and different places on your Mac 
where there's a lot of storage being used. So it just gives you a visualization of how the storage on your Mac is being taken up by the different files, folders, apps, and everything else that's there on your Mac. So you can just get a quick and handy way to go, oh, I should remove these uh, movies from my Mac because I don't need them anymore because I'm not watching them right now, or... I could clean out this archive because and put it on my network attached storage instead of keeping it locally on my Mac. This is what Space Lens is for. Just a nice visualization of how your files are being stored. And then also gives you the ability to remove files that are maybe huge that you didn't even know were there on your Mac. So if you start to run out of space, Space Lens can help you out with that. Large and old files is just a more specific look at those uh, files and folders that either you aren't using those are the old ones, the ones that have been around forever but have not been updated or have not been modified. That's a way to get to those. And then large files, uh, the biggest uh, files that take up the most space on your Mac. I've used this in the past. I'm like, oh, right. I forgot I had all of that junk in Final Cut Pro, all this video that I'm not going to go into those uh, projects and edit those again. So let me kick them over to the network attached storage and get rid of them. This was a great way to find that. And then last but not least is Shredder. Uh, I think this should be an icon of a rat. And if you've watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then you'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, wait, no, was he Shredder? No, Shredder was the bad guy. What was the rat's name? Anyway, back to the, back to the show. Uh, Shredder lets you uh, remove files and know that they have been truly deleted and removed. So when you move something to your trash uh, and you empty the trash, it goes away from your site, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not stored somewhere in your operating system and that that space is just waiting to be taken up, at which point then it will be kind of flushed away. This will erase a file with all certainty, making the file or folder be gone. There's no trace of that file or folder anymore. So if there's something that you have that you want to get rid of on your Mac and want to make sure that it's truly gone, that's what Shredder can do. So that is Clean My Mac X, a very powerful tool for helping you clean up your Mac and keep it clean. And it, uh, along with a few other apps from Mac Paul, is one of the first apps I download uh, when I set up a new Mac because I know that there are a lot of files on my Mac that I just really don't need that are just sitting in the background taking up a bunch of space. So it's very handy to be able to go into my Mac and take a look at uh, the the system and see what in the world is is taking up so much space on my Mac and why uh, a developer may have added all of this extra stuff. Uh, because in many cases, it's just making sure that that app can be supported um, across the entire system and an ecosystem, rather, of Macs uh, that are out there, be they Intel or Apple Silicon. You can purchase Clean My Mac X uh, 34 dollars and 95 cents uh, for a one-year subscription to clean my mac x if you just uh, have the one mac they also have a um a plan that can give you support for uh, multiple app uh, multiple macs but it is uh easy to check out clean my mac x with that subscription 34.95 a year uh very easy if you if you do want to cancel your subscription but uh i think well worth the price for this app that i use at least once a week to keep my Mac clean. And this is one that, again, as I said, is uh, 
unfairly sometimes categorized in those sort of scam apps that don't actually do anything for your system. But there are powerful tools in Clean My Mac X, and it is made by a reputable company, MacPaul, that does a great job of creating tools and utilities for your Mac to have it running at its best. And that's the whole point of this show, is making sure you're making the most of those devices. So thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Hands on Mac. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love to hear uh, feedback from you if there was, uh, if you have thoughts on Clean My Mac X or other utilities. And of course, you can reach out to me, Micah at twit.tv, M-I-K-A-H at twit.tv. This show publishes every Thursday. To those of you out there who are subscribers, either through Apple Podcasts or via Club Twit, I thank you all for your support for helping make the show a possibility. And uh, I will see you next week for another episode of Hands on Mac. Goodbye. <laughs>